Hi, welcome to the Smoshcast. I'm Shane Top, And I'm Amanda Lee Hancanto, and we are here with our very special guest, Anthony Padilla. Yeah. Something I never thought would ever happen here on the Smoshcast. Seriously. Well, I mean, because this Smoshcast has been around a while, and I think the very first episode that you guys did was talking about the collapse of Defy. Right. Whoa. And then the first episode of this reboot is talking about you, you coming back. You guys coming back and buying Smosh and Smosh being whole once again. It's so wild just how there's this huge story to it now, you know? It's it's the most insane story on the on YouTube, I think. Like the most insane arc a YouTuber mm-hmm. has had. That's ended well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it hasn't ended in like, oh, then that's how their career ended. Yeah. That's true. It's funny when Ian and I first started talking about it, we're like, okay, so I guess, you know, as wild as it sounds, if and when this ends up happening, our story will now be that we were the guys that sold our company <laughs> for zero dollars worth of stock uh-huh. and then bought it back with more that cost more than that. So many that. people want to know what you bought it back and we won't even I, ask. No, we will never tell. It will not be said. <laughs> that's that's trade secret. Um, yeah. Working and working at Defy and over the years, seeing those businessmen who are running Defy. Businessmen. The more that I'm like, why did you sell it to them? Like, why Why yeah. did you trust those guys? Yeah. We did not see the businessmen face-to-face, and yeah. the businessmen uh. had cycled and changed many a time over the years. So the people that you ended up That's seeing, because we sold in 2011, you were brought into the cast in 2015. Yeah. So even by that point, four years had passed, and every single person that we had worked with had changed. And Defy wasn't even called Defy initially, it was Alloy, then when Alloy merged with Break, that's when it became Defy, and you came in during that era. Right. And it was a lot of other people being brought in that uh, if I had seen them face to face, I would have said, yeah, no. Yeah. That's I, crazy. That, it, that was, it, was, it was such yeah. a weird place. That was a weird time. Uh, so glad I wasn't there to uh, you would have right? be a hated part of it. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was very Smosh corporate and weird feeling, right? Smosh was oh. fun, and like especially when we started getting, uh, it's, it, it was fun. It was fun for me because like it was a new thing. Right. Uh, I was not working before, so to have a job was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, whenever the corporate stuff got involved, and it was very involved with what whatever you and uh, Ian were doing, you guys could not go anywhere without corporate. Having oh so many notes involved. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, and this is a part of it that I didn't talk about initially when I talked about leaving Smosh, but Ian and I did touch on it when we made our announcement. But a huge issue that we ran into was, was the, the corporate side of things where they had uh, a laundry list of like 10 big projects for us to work on pretty much each year. Uh, that were totally unplanned and would just come up and then it would be like, you're going to do this thing. And it was like, that is going to take way more time to do this thing than the amount of time that we have. And then they're like, oh, then we'll just hire all these other people to take to pick up the the slack so that you can do this thing. And then it's like, this is not going to be good. But it's like, oh, we're too deep into it. It needs mm-hmm. to happen. And it felt like that was continuously the case of like, well, the wheels are already in motion, so we have to do this You had thing, like right? no freedom to really say what you wanted to do. They were like, it's already... It's, you're already too far gone into yeah, it already. Yeah, couldn't say yes or no as much. I mean, there were some instances, I'm sure, but if we let the wheels go at all, it was like, it's too late, it needs to happen. And then it was like us trying to repair it, us trying to creatively get our voices in there, but then yeah. they would be overshadowed or it would just take all of our time in order to get things going in the way that we thought they should go. And at a certain point, it was just out of control. It was completely Yeah, I, it, it, you know, it's interesting. Um, I was thinking about it, how back then you and Ian were so busy that I feel like I hardly ever saw you guys. Because you guys were just constantly swamped with projects. I mean, you did, in the year and a half or two years that I worked with you back in the day, um, you guys did two movies, or you had a movie coming out around <laughs> yeah. when I joined. Right, yeah. You did two movies. You did uh, a whole like uh, TV show, essentially. It was on Smosh, but like you did a whole extra series part-timers? on top of the part timers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was you a did sitcom. a whole thing. Like you, uh, you guys always had a, a thing going. The live streamed hour. We did. Live we did Smosh live, but you, we, oh you guys God. were doing Smosh live on top of. Other the movies stuff. on top Wait, of the weekly sketches nuts. on top like, of the games channel. It was truly nuts. Sitcom, <laughs> do you mean you had a live audience? The, okay, there no. was, it was. It didn't go that far, but that it was like sitcom inspired. Sick. Goldberg style sitcom. Okay, got it. Got yeah. It. yeah, yeah. It just it was everything sitcom without the live audience, without the laugh track. But otherwise, it was a sitcom. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. so you guys were you guys were swamped. Nightmare. Yeah. If you ever watch a sitcom on YouTube without this laugh track, oh, just watch yeah. it. It is oh, it's in, it's a jarring. nightmare. I've seen people edit out the laugh track from Friends, and it seems like it's so disturbingly quiet and awkward. <laughs> well, because it ruins the timing of it. Like, That's right? true. Because they're like, waiting for the laugh, right? Now it's just dead space, uh-huh. so the joke is weird. Yeah. Um, uh, so I never saw you guys, and then uh, I talked about it on the first episode of this podcast series, but the last time I saw you at work. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Do you, I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that because I knew it was my last day, but I couldn't tell anyone yet. Did I not know? Oh. I, I thought I remember in the moment knowing that that was going to be the last time I worked with you. I think I kind of hinted to it as much I as I I feel like could. maybe I had heard that it's like this might... Maybe oh. maybe through the grapevine. But like not for me directly, because I was told no. that I could not tell. Isn't oh, that wild? I was told so I couldn't tell the me. cast. I couldn't tell until the day of, because they, they needed to keep their hands on PR. Then it must have been a high, maybe it was hindsight later on. I just remember, I remember that moment of, of being like, see you later, man. And it was down the street. <laughs> and then at some this. point, I thought it was when I got in my car. Maybe it was later on. I just remember thinking back on it and be like, wow, that was the last time I like worked with you on, on a sketch on a set. That's such an movie ending. See you but later, man. But then we also had the big goodbye <laughs> where we were all telling you to shit your pants. Uh, like the announcement. Oh, goodbye. yeah, when you all came in at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember. But there, there was all sorts of weird stuff. But uh, it was, it's just weird because I feel like I didn't actually have many moments to like sit and talk with you back then. And not even with Ian back then. Yeah, the most we would talk was like at the airport, waiting to catch our flight right. to, to Sacramento oh, or whatever. God. But we we had just switched over everything to uh, to be local where we were shooting. Mm-hmm. So we that time that we had together totally went away. Yeah. And I yeah when I was saying bye to you that day, I knew it was the last time I was going to see you. I, I I don't know if you just picked up on the way I said it, but it was like I was done with the shot, and then I was like. Where's, you know, I, I was keeping track of everyone, all the cast members that were there because I wanted to individually say bye to them because mm-hmm. I knew it was my last day. And I remember noticing that you had left and I ran out and I was like, bye, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, I man. noticed you were leaving. And I was like, this might be the last oh. time I say bye in this capacity. And you hadn't been told yet. I didn't know what the Internet's reaction was going to be. I didn't know what your reaction was going to be. So oh, it was a man. strange. That's very bittersweet. Bye, it man. Was, it was strange. Yeah. See you, man. <laughs> well, it was strange, and yeah. it felt it felt very final. And to be fair, it's been six years. Like it's, yeah. it's wait, been, has it, it was, It's been six years or roughly, seven. Right? It was. It was six years and six days. To, to the day. <laughs> so you're marking it down well, on the wall. Okay, here's the reason I know about the sixes. Here's what Ian and I noticed. The so sixes. we started the Smosh YouTube channel in 2005. Six years later, we sold it to Defy. Six years later, I left. And six years later, I came back. And it was six years and six days since my announcement that I was leaving uh, to the day that we announced that we bought it back. So okay. I don't know what's up with these six, sixes. Six, six, six means the devil. And our first well, video back was that we summoned was the, about demon. the demon. And it was all the long con for a sketch. Oh my and we, god! We did one it big successfully. Joke. We yeah. did it successfully. No one even knew. I just had to announce it today. It was just our way that's of killing actually, Ethan Crane gameplay. That's yeah. really uh, intense. That's that's pretty strange. So you knew it was finite or final. I, I don't. Uh, I to be he... fair, I don't fully remember because as I stated before, I was going through a, a breakup. That's right. That week. Yeah. So I was, my mind was just elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, I vividly remember saying goodbye to you on the street there. Mm-hmm. And I rem- remember at some point looking back and be like, wow, that was probably the last time. You can, you can feel it. I feel like you can always feel those things. Like, you know, when someone's like, bye, man. You're just like, see you, man. See you, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when he told me this story, I was like, Oh my God, was there like a mist? Like it really was you like guys? it really felt that way. And when you left it, it it absolutely felt like you're not coming back. That's like, so ever. strange because it wasn't officially mentioned. But I I have a memory of saying bye to each person, which is like this weird tunnel vision, like almost ethereal kind of thing where yeah. it was like it's just your face saying bye and it's just like this weird <laughs> void around you. <laughs> just me just alone in the dark. Yeah, bye, that's what man. it felt like. Yeah. I don't mean in that moment, but I meant just like once you left and it was announced that you were gone. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're not working. We're not going to get to work with you again. Yeah, how did you how did you feel about that? Yeah, what were those days after you left like? They were they were so weird. Even on my the day when the video came out and it was announced, it was 
I I knew that I was gonna need to disconnect from the computer a bit or from my phone because like you could just sit there reading the comments all day, oh. even though they're almost the same thing. You're like, you just. Mm-hmm. It was my whole life leading up to that point. You know, I, I made this Smosh logo and website when I was 14. I was 29 at that point. So it had been over half of my life that the Smosh brand and everything that came with it was was part of my life. So it felt like I was cutting off a part of me entirely. Yeah. Like my identity was yeah. getting chopped off and it was now in someone else's hands to uh, define what was once so attached to me. It, it was now up to other people to, to decide what Smosh meant. And it was a, such a strange feeling. And I remember like, I went to uh, Echo Park Lake and gotten like the paddle boats or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, the, you know the little like Before they were things? swans? Or I think it might have just changed into swan. Pre-swan? Okay. I don't know, it was After like right swan. around that same time. That is such a good thing to go do. But I was like, I'm just gonna s- just chill here. I was with a couple friends. And it was a really weird feeling putting down my phone, knowing that more and more reactions from people, more people were clicking on the video and finding out and knowing that that was really a big shift. Cause it was, a, it was something kind of like what you were saying. It was like, you know that it's different. It was, it was, it was massive. And I remember it was the first time that anything had happened at Smosh. Cause when I joined, I mean, Smosh was still, it was huge. Uh, but um, when you left, I remember seeing it as the like number one thing on Twitter. And that was yeah. the first time where I was like, whoa, this building is like, what we're doing is a big deal right now. And yeah. the eyes are on us. Not necessarily a great way. Like, this mm-hmm. is definitely weird. And um, there was certainly a lot of us were like, is this going to work? Are Did we you have doubts, figure? too? I think we always had... There's with YouTube. There's always this feeling of like, well, it could all just tank tomorrow. That's literally why uh, Ian and I sold Smosh in 2011 because like, it felt yeah, like it. It's a scary career, and the longer I've been in it, the more I'm like, yeah, it just feels like at any moment the views could just go away. But yeah, yeah there was certainly. I think there was a lot of pessimism around there of like, this is well, it's screwed. Like half of the brand is gone. Like it was built upon your guys' friendship, and. Uh, I will say, and no, no, even at that time, we still hadn't figured out Smosh Pit. Smosh no. Pit eventually came into its own, I think, in like 2018. And it just kind of randomly happened because the rest of the corporation was so focused on the main channel. Mm. And they had their this like this lock on it, and and they were trying so hard to figure it out that the second channel, they were just like, Yeah, you guys go just go do whatever. Right. So, so you had over, freedom there, over there. So right? we had freedom and it it I think there's an irony or like a beautiful irony to they kind of, you know, it was Keith, Noah, Olivia, Courtney, and myself. And then we had Sarah Whittle uh, as our producer. And it was Hello, kind of just Sarah Whittle. It was just kind of us. Just like it was just like whatever you guys want to do at the in, in twenty eighteen. Uh, and then later Josh Mattingly as well. And um, but you know, we were all hired to to be kind of like extra cast on on Smosh. But what kind of ended up happening is I felt it's similar to your guys' story is that we ended up all becoming such close friends mm-hmm. and that friendship really shined on Smosh Pit where it was yeah. just like, yeah, guys, just go do whatever. Yeah. And that's kind of where Smosh, I feel like, began was you and Ian just being like, yeah, we'll just do whatever For and sure. like have fun and just have a good time. And uh, so the, the like theme of friendship stuck around in a weird way. But um, but it was hard on the main channel to figure out. I mean, every blank ever kind of carried us for a long time. Yeah, and it became yeah. the every blank ever channel. Oh that's yeah, true. it did. That, it, that's what I saw when I first like started researching it. I you joined like, on the tail end of the every blank ever era. I feel like right. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I auditioned. I auditioned. Ian was there. You were there. And I read with Damien. (laughs) (laughs) And I read with Damien and we did this like crazy sketch or something. And they just wanted me to like go even bigger and try to do characters. And I'll never forget that after I did that, it was really fun. And then they asked me a question. They're like, and I was in a really like interesting place in my life. I was was at Sunday Company and Groundlings and I was just working constantly. I had a really intense, amazing manager. And I got there and I was just so like, you know, just like going, right? And they were like, okay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And I went, <laughs> and I just said, vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what your superpower is. My superpower is being vulnerable. Like straight up being very vulnerable and it's terrifying. <laughs> My superpower would be being weak as fuck. And I literally, I 
was like, okay, that's, that's actually that's really cool. Sorry, like, I don't mean to. I don't want to make you uncomfortable by saying that's really cool. But I think that's really. But cool. But Damien was like, that's really cool, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like looking for the door. I was like, then I'm going to go fuck myself now. And I'll never forget. Ian stood up and went, do you write comedy also? And I said, yeah. And he went, and he shook my hand. He knew. He knew. He knew. I was like, oh, this, he's, he knows what's going on. And then I left. I got in the car and I called my manager. I was like, didn't book that. I said, vulnerability is my superpower. That's a good shirt even. I know. But I literally felt like I was like a kindergarten teacher. And then I was like, what did I just say? It was so unfiltered. Yeah. But people, like, I guess. I, I think, I mean, honestly, that statement alone is exactly why you're doing a podcast. You know? Uh, I, yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I think Ian was able, you know, if he really did know in that moment, I think it probably was seeing that there was more to you than just the comedy. You know, there's there's more depth there. Yeah. There's multiple layers. Yeah. And you can build on that a lot more than just someone who only can do right. one type of thing. Yeah, it was so cool. He was, he was right by the door and he stood up and he went, do you write comedy also? And I said, yeah, he went, shook my hand. And I was like, okay, I'm not getting this. But I was like, he clearly knows something's up. But mm-hmm. it, was, it was amazing. It's been funny, too, and you've you've only known it, too, is uh, Ian as, like, the president of Smosh mm. has been the vibe for but so long now. The, yeah, when It's you such left, a funny vibe. Yeah, when you left, I feel like the fans were like, oh, here comes Ian. But I was like, but that to me is not Ian. Like, Ian just, like, Loves chit-chatting about dark shit, so do I. Mm. But, like, I think he got this role when you left that was, like, the dad who got divorced, maybe. <laughs> it was just, like, on the couch, like, But I was, like, there's so many other sides to Ian. But oh, He played yeah. into that, obviously. Ian played into the bummer jokes because he does, he, he, as I've said, he's willing to joke about anything, uh, and it's a good good thing, and he's a very funny guy. I, I, I'm curious what you think how you think things were going in the years you were gone, but it's it's been fun to see this arc of Ian. Yeah. And I've, I, frankly, just being honest, I've I've gotten to know Ian so well over the Same. course of six mm-hmm. years, and that's what's so interesting about you coming back. You know Ian better than any of us, but but, but I don't you, know the Ian from the past. But six you have as well as you guys, President do. Ian. That's that's yeah. true. So like what. Well, first of all, what kind of dad were you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Like when well, I was when well, Ian... no, but, but when 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 you guys were both there, like I said, you guys were like so busy that I you weren't like around doing the type of yeah, thing. Yeah, there was no leadership really coming from Ian and I except I think that we showed uh, excitement and passion for a while, maybe not the very last year, but <laughs> we we showed that and I think that's where we kind of led, but it wasn't really we're the leaders. And when I left, and especially when Defy collapsed and Ian was kind of left there making a lot of those decisions, he had to be the leader that had to lead by example and get everyone, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, on board with Mm -hmm. his ideas. And that was a really unique role for him because he was kind of forced into that position and he was forced to get really good at it. And I think, you know, over the the six-year time period that I was gone, I've seen him, you know, observing from the outside, I've seen him get better and better at that role, even though I know that he doesn't love it. He's not like, I can't wait to go be a leader when I go to work. Um, And he's told me that he feels like he thrives most when we kind of have the dynamic between us where I can pick up when he's not really. He's glowing He's been so happy. (laughs) It's really, really cool to see because, you know, watching from the outside, I was able to to observe his mannerisms and kind of get a, a general idea of where his headspace was at. But even then I wasn't able to fully understand him because I didn't fully understand him for so many years leading up to it. So I was just an outside observer trying to just like keep tabs. Right. But I do notice a stark difference ever since Ian and I had that discussion and we're like, you know what, let's buy Smosh it. Anything that we can do to make that happen, let's do it. And as after that conversation, I've been keeping up, uh, up to date with the content more and more. And I've seen Ian shine in such a an oh, interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. way where I don't even, I mean, I don't know if you guys felt it, but like before oh. the announcement, like you, th- you felt I something good I did start to coming. notice a change these past few months. I started to notice, I was like, this dude is, <laughs> yeah. there's something about him, like the cool factor started to change. He started wearing oh, a yeah. chain. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he started wearing a chain, he started tucking shirts he in. in. I'm every, like, I was like, he's tucking in every shirt. I'm like, all yeah. right. <laughs> he wore a chain, he was like glowing, and our conversations were about like, 
life and joy and like he's, not really what he was reading on the internet. Right. His, you know confidence, his yeah. confidence level has changed I, this year. So uh, when you it, when you guys announced the whole thing, when you walked into the building, mm. I was like, okay, this makes sense. He's feeling a lot more confident because things are feeling more certain. And yeah. this, this place is gonna turn into more what he I think wants. he was able to see how it would change everything here, which I'm, I know that he was kind of like, I don't know the future necessarily. You yeah. know, I, after I left, he didn't quite know the future. And I think it gave him certainty of knowing where this company, where this brand could go in the future that didn't just feel like everything was like, let's just make a decision based on where we're at right now. We were able to zoom out and see a much bigger picture. And for some reason, I think just naturally his confidence started growing as I don't know if this is related, but he is so good at writing and coming up with jokes. And mm -hmm. I think for a long time, he got the impression in his head that he wasn't good at that anymore. And I think uh, the the Smosh channel moving away from written stuff, which I feel like he just really shines at these mm. absurd ideas. And, and yeah. you know, mm -hmm. when they come to life on screen, um, maybe I'm able to help keep them a little bit more focused. <laughs> but I really love that because he has so many great ideas. And I started noticing just how many good ideas he would just like, I mean, he would throw out like 30 ideas and 20 of them were were brilliant. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he started to gain confidence too in, in our writing sessions where he realized like, oh, this isn't a fluke. I'm not just, I wasn't just funny in the past. I don't know if this is, it was a worry that was going on in his head, but it certainly was in mine. I was like, was I only good at this in the past? Can I be good at this now? Right. And we both discovered together that what we were good at in the past is, was kind of more of um, a representation of our innate uh, abilities and personality on our own, but also the dynamic between us. Right. And it seems like his confidence grew was growing there. Yeah. And on camera, when I would watch him from the outside, even hosting Let's Do This, when I saw him hosting these things, it seemed like he was more, much more confident, and he was able to take initiative. Oh, yeah. He he was he shined in Let's Do This. I mean, yeah. I loved doing Let's Do This. It was so fun, but he was so. I just felt like he. It was his own thing that he you know, had an idea and then was like, oh, I feel like I can be confident on my own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Ian is so much funnier than he realizes. And uh, maybe he's realizing it now. Yeah. But over so. these past years, I think the thing that has always frustrated me is like, he just, he'll, he as you said, he'll throw out ideas, but he'll be like, ah, this one's dumb. But like this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, that's really funny, man. Like, and and so even I remember when he pitched Let's Do This, he's like, yeah, I kind of have this idea I've <laughs> thought about. And then like, he talks about it, we're all like, that's a great idea, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's do it. Um, but whenever he goes 100% and he commits fully, it's always great. Always and I think great. he really does that in your guys' sketches. Yes. Like, there's yes. no doubt. Like, the Ian that people know and love is that guy. And yeah. I think when he does, when he's able to write and like know what the, what it is, he goes full force. But I will say like, even with the improvised stuff, he held himself back. He's so good. Yeah. But he just, he just needs to allow himself to just like, I think go, he would second guess. Force. He, he second guess. guesses. And uh, I, you know, I, I feel bad talking about him with, without him here, but <laughs> it's all good things. Yeah. Because yeah. the reality is he's, he's, Really, the really truth talented. is that he was doubting himself, but yeah, the, the but, less that he's doubting but, himself. And I think he probably, he. I know he's talked about how 2019 was like one of the hardest years. Because mm. that was when, and I will say, the, the first time I saw Ian, like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, level up, was back at Defy after you'd left. There was those couple of years where he wasn't really in charge because Defy had so many people mm. involved. There was like 50 people yeah. who were up above that I, I don't know what they were doing. Um, <laughs> they were money. businessmen. But, but so Defy collapses and all those people are just gone. They never cared about Smosh, right? Like yeah. that, that was just a- They cared about numbers. Company, <laughs> like, that was just a source of profit. This is upstairs. Yeah. They're just so typing up numbers on their old computers. So, yeah. so suddenly one day it's like Smosh is gone and all these people are just gone. They don't care. Um, and I remember talking to Ian and being like, hey, like, so what, what are we gonna do? And I remember like this look of just, it's still Ian where like everything's very casual and just kind of shrugged off almost. But I remember him just being like, we're gonna figure it out. He's like, no, I'm gonna get this together. And I was just like, that's the most confident you've ever sounded about anything in your, that I've ever, because he was a single dad, Ian's, he had to Ian's, figure it out. But Ian's always like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But then this is, this is the first time he's like, we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna have it. And I feel we're like gonna, we see that a lot more together. from him now. Yeah, and he, 
like that was the first. I was like, dude, this Ian's crazy. This guy's <laughs> this guy's not fucking around. Yeah. Uh, and he really, I don't know. He had to do so much that behind the scenes that I didn't see, but he was making business deals and he was working all day, every day to get mm. that shit together. And uh, you know, people say Rhett and Link saved Smosh. It's like Ian saved Smosh. Rhett and Link were there to make that deal yeah. happen, but. Ian was the one who like put For that sure. shit together. Yeah, when you were when you were not here, like you probably didn't. Did you know what was going on, or what when you uh, were? What watching? was the shutdown like for you? Because it had to be, it had to suck. Because that was, it that was, was so many mixed emotions. Because part of me, well, I was still bitter at the time too. So so it was like, right. it was a bummer because it was like this thing that Ian and I made, this thing that represented our friendship. Was was potentially gone. I because I had no idea the types of talks that Ian was was bringing up with people. I didn't mm-hmm. know that there was a possibility for it to be saved. I thought it was done, and I was really bummed out. Um, but I'd be lying if if I didn't say a part of me was kind of like, oh well, that's good. That 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 might mean that you know, because in my head, Defy had totally ruined it. Right. And I was like, that might mean that it will no longer be getting more and more ruined. Right. Because Defy mm. was just like stomping on it. I felt. Mm. Um, but then, I mean, I'm so glad that I was proven wrong, that my doubts about it, about Smosh being something that could not be repaired uh, did not end up being true. Because you guys picked up, you you know, you, you said you did the Smosh Pit stuff and you were able to kind of take full control there. You were able to put your heads together and make that into something amazing, which it is now. Uh, which, by the way, that was one of the last meetings that Ian and I had while I was still working there, even though I knew that I was leaving, I still took these meetings and uh, we were we made the decision to change the channel name from Smosh Second Channel to Smosh Pit. Wow. Smosh yeah. Second Channel? So, so it's be called Smosh I Second Channel. I, I do love that the Smosh Pit name came from you both. That though. was Ian That's and I. really cool. Yeah, because we were like, oh. I didn't know that. We're like, Pit, that's stuff where extra stuff goes, but also a Mosh Pit, which is where the original yeah, name yeah, came yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Mosh Pit is where a bunch of people are really close to each other, just like enjoying themselves and completely letting loose. Wow. But Smosh Second I, Channel. <laughs> it could have been a banger. I'm going to go watch Smosh Second Channel. That was my favorite fun video. That is what it was called. <laughs> yeah, I remember starting off there and be like, all right, we'll work on the Smosh Second Channel. Uh, yeah. No, Smosh Pit, that's that's really cool. Well, you heard it here. Um, and yeah, that that time period was so interesting because the the main channel... I know it. W- you guys were really banking on every blank ever because it was repeatable. It was gaining a lot of new audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really broad. But then Smosh Pit is where I saw the things come to life that it felt like you all had so much passion for. Oh yeah, right. I like mean, our original like selves came out. Yeah, I feel like and try not to laugh and all those things. Oh mm-hmm. dude, I mean we were having a blast. We we're just doing whatever. There, but I think the main channel. I think over all these years, I think the problem is that there is this like mentality of, for one, trying to figure out what it is without you. And then it was also just this thing of like keeping it alive. And we we did have a lot of fun on the main channel. I'd be lying to say like, oh, we never had fun. Like filming sketches is fun. But it just never felt like we really could like yeah. go wild with it. And we were always trying to figure it out. And even up until recently, it did feel like, here's also Smosh Pit content. Yeah, um, Smosh Pit 2. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smosh Second Channel. Yeah, Smosh Pit Second Channel. Uh, so it made so much sense immediately when you came back. It's like, yeah, that's, did that's you, what it is. Did you, when you were watching it, like, make it pastify and start to, like, get maybe some joy back? Were you ever like, hmm, I want to go back? I There was, I, I've always felt like if I were to be back, I would need to have, to be in some kind of position where I could make decisions about the creative and direction, just because that's the type of person I am. I don't know, I'm like, if I'm gonna be working on something, I need to be able to be fully in, and I Mm -hmm. need to have some creative pull. I need to be able to tell my opinions and have them be heard and actually make things shift around and be malleable. And the concept of owning Smosh again was never even an inkling of an idea, because it was, you know, Smosh was worth a lot of money, and we didn't necessarily make a lot of money selling <laughs> Smosh. So it was like I would be going into debt to right. buy the thing back that I Ian mean, and I created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's so, crazy. Yeah. So it was never an idea of like, ooh, I could, I could maybe go back and be a cast member. 
That just yeah. didn't sound right because that's kind of the position I felt like I was in in the final days of, yeah. of the Defy times. I felt like I was just a cast member who would show up into sketches. And even though I would have some hand in coming up with some ideas, it was like we were working on so many things that if I even tried to spend 10 minutes coming up with an idea over here that would be taking away for something over here. And at that point, I was just a cast member. So yeah. the idea of coming on as, and just being a cast member was – didn't sound cards. didn't sound that yeah. exciting to me, but I did deep down feel like if I had some way to to really guide the ship, that sounded exciting. But again, so yeah. far fetched that it wasn't even something that I ever wasn't sat even with. a possibility. No, never sat with it. I mean, I I never thought it was a possibility that, and and I had only learned a little bit about you, but when I got on, it was just like. You were just like a fa- you were like a folklore tale, right? You were yeah. like a banshee in a graveyard. Because you came on like, in 2018, 2019. Right? 2019, 2019. I came on. So that was two years after I'd left. I'd, I was already just a faint memory. It was you just you were, were just like a literally a tale that they tell their children before they yeah. go to bed. It was yeah. a joke that had ar- already been played out. Oh, it was a joke that was dead. So, so when I, I don't. Did you ever on your own channel hear the stuff of like where's Anthony? I started being tagged in things on Twitter. Okay. And oh people would uh, take an animated GIF and it would have the subtitles on the screen. And I'd be tagged in that. And I'd be like, over at Smosh, they're talking about me? What's what's going on? So I would I would check it out. I think I probably saw, for the first time I saw it, uh, Wild West Smosh Summer Games. Well, that was you. That I was you. There. I wasn't there. That was before you? So I, that was before me. I, I, I wasn't okay. there. I, I, my memories had gotten mixed up. I guess I was the first person to make a joke out of it. It wasn't, it wasn't Noah on the Try Not To Laugh? It wasn't, that was around the same time, but I think that was after. I think mine on Wild West was the first. Now you have to kill Shane. So, <laughs> and it, I remember it, I, I remembered it after we were talking about it because after you left, it was a big thing of like, do not mention Anthony. Like, is that, is that just, what the rule was internally? Just because it was like, it was like, this is so, like. They all signed to NDAs. Yeah. Like, Do not mention it, Anthony's name. And Shane's like, where's Anthony? You really Anthony? fired him. I'm like, screw it. <laughs> I'm out of here too. Wild West summer game. It wasn't, it wasn't like this hardline thing. It was just like, what are you going to say? Like, it's of course, it's this big, massive thing that's folklore that we're all scared of because this is immediately after. And that was and a response to all the comments, right? All the comments were where's Anthony. All He's the comments. To out how in trouble you are. Right? Every comment, yeah. every comment, comment on every video was where's Anthony. Uh, particularly on the main channel, but but everywhere. It was it was all over the place. And um, it was still when I when I got here, and I was just like, oh, it became what well, is by that going point, on? It, at that time it, was it became a, dead, a joke. It became a joke of a joke. Yes, yes. yes. But uh, yes, yeah, so it was on Wild West. We were doing this this bit where it was like a. a gunslinging draw thing and I lost if you lost you had to give like a death like like speech yeah and so people are giving these like crazy speeches it comes to me and I'm just like we've all we've all been holding this in and meanwhile I like I said this is me post breakup I'm like I, I'm like I got nothing yeah, to lose my brain is fried you. and I, I look at everyone and I just go where's Anthony where's Anthony <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just followed the ground because I was just like, come on, guys. Like, we can all acknowledge what's going on yeah. here. That's what um, I love about Shane because I do the same thing where you just call out the elephant in the room at a time, but I guess you called it out and then it became a long. Well, we had to make, yeah. And haunted then, Anthony's dreams, probably. And then nightmares. Noah did that joke on Try Not to Laugh of yeah. like, all I want is Anthony. Yeah. Uh, so we, we did the Where's Anthony thing and then they started to comment Where's Anthony as a joke. Which was better for it to be part of the joke that but everyone was in on. Then they knows. ran with that joke forever. Now it he knows. Yeah. So when I first saw you say "Where's Anthony," it felt like it was really from a place of jest, and it was like just pointing out the things that people are saying. So I thought it was really funny. And I don't know if I saw Noah's, but then it was like six months later, someone had uh, linked me to a compilation. So I had seen. <laughs> so I had seen you say it once. <laughs> So I had seen you and say it I saw it you once. do it 50 times. <laughs> I saw you say it once, I thought it was funny. And then I get linked to something where it's like 10 more times. Oh I was like, I was like, God. wait, this is just a, an ongoing bit. <laughs> and it seemed oh like some no. of the times it wasn't just from a place of jest. Oh, something about really? it, I don't, I don't know if I was just reading into it wrong, but it was like after something, it was like 10 times, you know? And it was like, sometimes it felt like there was a little bit of something else there to the point where, I mean, 
obviously if I was better at communicating, I would just been like, you know, speaking with you about it in some way. And I didn't even want them to stop. But I think a part of me wondered, like, is there something else going on behind Mm. the scenes? Are there other discussions about me going on that pushes you guys to make the joke? You know? I right, think, of I course. Think it was that, really, that makes sense. Uh, so glad I wasn't there. Yet, <laughs> by the way, you did not contribute. You're so not in trouble. I, I'm not in trouble. Do do. <laughs> I, I, if I remember correctly, it wasn't any sort of animosity towards you, but I do think just the comments. Just it was like, oh man, like we were, like, just you know, like we're just doing our jobs. Like we're yeah. we're here, and and all we're being. All the comments are just saying. So, was there any chat? And so, yes, we would. We were sometimes saying it. Just it was more of a. I would say if there's any animosity, it was towards the people commenting. And that's what I'm able to see from the outside now is that your tone wasn't Mm. about me. It was about the commenters. Because yeah, the more time that you were gone, the more it was like, all right, like we're moving forward. We have to. You guys are doing like you guys are making great shows and coming up with new things, and then you're like. Give it up. We're working on something new. Stop living the past. Right. Live in the present yeah, with like, us. Well, we can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. Anthony's yeah. going to go home on shitless and just cross out your name Shame slowly. Gone. And Amanda's just has a star next to it. An asterisk with a will. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll figure out if needs to continue on shitless. Um, yeah, it. I just, I remember, I just was curious how much you faced comments and stuff. Uh, oh, well, there. when I first left Smosh, there was definitely go back to Smosh uh, comment. And there was you were funnier in Smosh or Smosh yeah. is better without you or... Mind you, there were tons of comments that were like Smosh was way funnier with Anthony. I mean, it went both ways for sure. Mm. I, I blocked the word Smosh for like six months. Wow. Yeah. Only six months? Uh, I would have blocked it for a lot longer. It, it, okay, it, I don't remember exactly. It might have been a year. But I do remember there was a time Smart. where I was like, I was like, I feel better about this. People referencing Smosh doesn't make me feel one way or the other anymore. So I'm going to sure. <laughs> remove this word filter. But there was definitely a time period where I was like, every time I'd go to my comments, it was go back to Smosh. Uh, and then every once in a while, you'd see something that was like, Smosh is better without you. And, and I'd be like, oh. I can't, <laughs> I can't even imagine because you are so in the spotlight. Like people every day leave their jobs. People every day get divorced. Right, people right. every day fuck up big time. You made a decision that was better for you, and it's just, I literally can't even imagine the amount Mm. of time that you have to go. Like, how long does it take us to get over a breakup? Like, that was like a company, a partnership, a friendship, and then you have commenters being like, dude, you suck without this thing that you were with. Like, it's not like the friend groups of the divorcee are like, God, you were so much better when you, you were, were with, with your ex. <laughs> you were so much better when you were with your ex. Like, you were so much better the? with him. They just go, yeah, sorry, we're having 4th of July and you were not invited or whatever. Right, Like yeah. You have to experience that on such a public level. Like, I can't even imagine. I bet a hundred bucks that the people who were commenting on a hundred dollars. Okay. I bet you a hundred dollars. We're going to have to prove you, this. You guys. I bet you that the people who were commenting you were funnier on Smosh are the same people who would then go over to Smosh and be like, you guys suck yeah, without Anthony. That's yeah. They're just true. haters. They just want to like make people feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they actually were, were putting much well, they thought looked, into they it. They looked up to you. You guys were like the the people together. People put their you know love and like all of their meaning sometimes into that, which I totally understand. I mean, when we watch shows, we're like, why'd you kill off that character? Yeah. yeah. Hello, like Game of Thrones season one. You're like, spoiler. But, Why'd you kill off that character? And it's just like, but this is your life. Right. Yeah. But people look from the outside <laughs> at public figures as if they're characters. Right. I know. I mean, even when someone's yeah, watching a reality real TV show, they're like, that character did this thing. It's like, this, yeah. these are real people. I yeah. mean, literally, when I, I just went home to Rhode Island, <laughs> it was 1 a.m., I was walking my sister's dog, and this girl goes, Amanda? And I went, my brain just went, how do I know you? 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 And my sister's like there, just like after yeah. a few drinks, she's like, who's that? <laughs> do you know this bitch? She was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> and I'm walking my sister's dog and she was like, oh, sorry, you don't know me at all, but you're on Smosh. Uh, you're so positive. I want to buy you a drink. Her boyfriend's uh, sitting there like this. She didn't introduce him the entire time. <laughs> and and my husband's there and my husband's like and and then and then she goes, You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Literally said that and her boyfriend's In- like 
Like, who, who, who is that? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> the and boyfriend she, was like, that's true. I'm a huge piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, sorry, sorry. This is my boyfriend. Um. So anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. And my sister's just there being like, how the fuck is that? <laughs> Does your sister watch this podcast? This is the second time you've roasted her on this show. She'll never watch this podcast. Clip that moment. Yeah, well, there's going to be a compilation her. of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which sister it is. I have three. Okay, oh. fine. So anyways, it was so sweet, but she was like, I want to buy you a drink. It was actually like the cutest thing ever, and I forget why I'm launching into this. But she saw me as this like, you know, this 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 being, this person. And I think it was so weird for her to see me on the side of the street near where she lives walking a dog. She's yeah. like, you have a dog? I'm like, no, it's my sister's. <laughs> it's, we gotta go. <laughs> I, I love I love encountering fans when I'm someplace weird. Yeah, they were like, yeah. like she was out like, in the middle of you, nowhere. Why are you in Rhode Island? I was like, well, I'm. Well, my cousin's getting. I'm from Massachusetts. She was like, what the fuck? So it's just like, but I get it. Like they see, you know, this this being, this this character that mm. you are because. I am truly myself on this on this show, but sometimes we do play characters, we yeah. do play a part, we do ham up a bit. Sure, right. You know, but I think sometimes, like they say, never meet your heroes. Like I think sometimes that is hard to meet right. someone that you're like, wait, I thought you were this way. The facade gets yeah, but that was um, really just who I. I mean, I look, was. I can relate to that lady. That's how I felt when you walked back into Smosh. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Bringing it right around. And he was just like, but I no, saw the compilation actually, video. It was actually so, yeah. He's like, hey guys, I'm back. Uh, we bought Smosh. And Shane. Shane. <laughs> you're dead to me. Why don't you leave? How dare you start that trend? <laughs> I'm sorry. I've started a lot of trends that I didn't want to start, and they have continued on. You There's really a lot have. to catch up on. There's a lot of jokes <laughs> that you'll be like, what is that? Um it's so weird. I feel like so many things started. I think the only legacy character or joke that I have that was around when you were still here was Courtney Freakin' Miller. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only one. All the rest are new. well, newer. I love that because a lot of the new characters that you guys come up with are on Smosh Pit yeah, things. You they know, they're, they're in Try Not To Labs yep. and whatnot, and those characters are great. They're it's kind of the foundation of where Ian and I got started with the sketches. It was like, let's come up with this ridiculous character. Here are the things they do. Here's the way they look. They always do these things. And you could like run so far with, with that. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You know, one thing I want to say is one of the comments that, that did bug me the most when I first left was, were people that were painting my decision to leave as if I was letting down Ian and letting down all of you and letting down the brand, which... Of course, there is a certain amount of truth to that where if Ian and I were on much better terms, if we were super, super close, like it would have been like, let's work on this together. But just the place that we were at, it seemed like we needed to step away in order to like find ourselves again. When I was stepping away, I didn't know I would be coming back, but I feel like every single thing needed to happen. I needed to leave. I needed that time away in order for us to get to the position that we're at now. Yeah. Right. So in some way it's almost like with being able to zoom out far enough, uh, you know, at that time I was like, I hope someday people can see that it was that this is the best decision, not just for me, but for everyone. Right. Yeah. And it's really cool because it's like it, it, I, I don't it think is. Smosh, I mean right now, Smosh is huge and I think it's it it I don't know if it would have been if it played out a different way. You know, I mean, I think right. I think this whole story is so epic, uh, and it, it needed to happen. Uh, you guys talked yeah. about that in your interview with Ian on your channel, that this kind of did need need to happen. Like you were gonna be unhappy staying here with with the way it was, mm -hmm. and you needed to take that step away. I also think it was good. You guys started this thing forever ago when you were kids, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it's completely. Uh, overshadowed your own lives and your friendship to be able to take a step away and figure out who you guys are on your own and then come back. You guys were at a certain point forced to be best friends on camera. Yeah. And that's tough. Like that's a yeah. tough thing. And it becomes a product more than an actual mm -hmm. friendship. So to be able to walk away and leave that alone and then choose to be best friends right. again. Mm -hmm. I think now leaving this was is probably the best decision that you could have made for yourself because it was like, not only are you doing yourself a favor, but you're essentially doing the fans and Smosh a favor because it was like, 
you guys needed to go and grow on your own and you need to start start your podcast and like really figure out who you guys were because exactly what Shane was saying like I mean, you guys started when you were, what, 14? I mean, yeah, that's when 15? I made the website, but we got together and started making the videos at, like, 17. It's like, insane. It's yeah. so it's insane. young. Like, you don't, I don't even think we should go to college at 17. Like, <laughs> it's just like, we don't, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You yeah. kind of do. You have a sense. But life, you, you change so much, especially in your 20s. Yeah. You know, like, you have to go away from something and come back to it better. And I think, I think I said it to Ian when he was on the podcast, but like I really respect both of you for for your both individual journeys and in all this. Like your choice to leave the thing you made forever ago as, as a kid that meant everything to you. That's yeah. an insane choice. And you you made it for your own good and you recognized your own happiness and, it's and huge. that was that was gigantic. And then Ian really, I think, was scared to be a leader here. He yeah. was scared to be on his own, like, president. Yeah. And he really did it, and he's he's stuck with it through crazy. I mean, not only the, the shutdown where he stepped up, stepped up, but the pandemic as yeah. well, where we were all filming stuff on our own by ourselves. Yeah. And he, he was... He stuck with it, man. That, that I was dude, there for that. He's had some endurance with all of this, and uh, so... To see you guys back together, I know is, I know for him it's at least there's like pressure taken off because he has yeah. you, and I can see that there's so many aspects of the job that he, he questions himself. I think he's great at it, but he questions himself, and I think you can fill in that part for him where he's like, oh sweet, I know I can rely on you, right. mm. and and I've said that I said this to you, um, I think the day you first came back, but I'm like, you both together is like one of the greatest YouTubers ever. I appreciate uh, you that. individually super Aww. successful. Fine. <laughs> but like like you went you went and you were successful on your own. Yeah. Ian maintained Smosh on yeah. his own. That's yeah. really cool to see that there was success yeah. from both of you individually, but together it's I mean it's when we're at VidCon or we're, we're talking to other YouTubers, Smosh has like a, a there's something to it, right? Like yeah. other YouTubers go, "Oh, yeah. Smosh, that's a big deal." I just think it's cool that you come back and Smosh is an amazing deal, but also like you did start a podcast on your own. You have, I don't even know, two, how many million subscribers or something? Seven. It's insane. Like, man. you, when did you decide to do that? Uh, so, one of the first videos that I made right after I left Smosh was this video where I was like, I'm going to interview other big YouTubers and talk to them about what it's like to be an independent creator nice. because yeah. I haven't uploaded my own video in five or six years at that point. Like I wasn't making the decisions as an independent creator anymore. So I interviewed them and I, I was feeling really awkward and out of my element because I'm used to doing sketch comedy where it's all written beforehand. So I was in such a strange place that I decided to just make it part of my character. I was like, I'm an awkward person. And like, <laughs> just to hide the fact that I really was feeling awkward. And that yeah. actually did help because it made me yeah. feel more confident in myself because I was supposed to be awkward. So whenever I wasn't awkward and I was confident, it was just like a little bonus. And then mm -hmm. it started all shifting in that direction. Um, and I tried a whole bunch of different types of videos. I thought that my lane was making sketch comedy, so I was writing out some stuff, but I realized that on my own, without Ian, I am not a very strong writer. I do not have the funniest jokes. So I would write some funny things, but then I would like have this huge chunk that was just improvised. And I was like, mm -hmm. I can improvise and come up with stuff, and when we cut down this 30 minute piece of chaos down to two minutes, it'll be really a really solid yeah. bit there. So that like all these elements combined like i realized that sketch was just not the right way you can't make money doing these short things that you write anymore it was taking all of my time and i looked back at the first video that i had made and i realized like oh maybe i could play more into this interview yeah. kind of character where i don't really have to write it i just come up with questions and then i get to improvise yeah. from there yeah so in a weird way interviewing was a way for me to do loosely scripted improvised content because yeah. I, I got to have the security of having the questions to go back to. Right, if, I needed, if I needed to fall back on it, I could. But otherwise, I get to improvise and take up that space to have longer videos, which is what YouTube was pushing right. at the time. And, and you also seem extroverted. You seem like a people person. That is an illusion. Really? Yeah, I, I, illusion. You're, you're an introvert. Really? I'm very introverted. I, you're actually, I, I, out of, huh. and I mean, I, you know, I, I'm just now 
hanging out with you again <laughs> recently, but uh, I, I always got the sense, and I get the sense still, that like Ian is the outgoing one. Yeah. Ian's super outgoing, and people maybe don't clock wow. that. No, at yeah. parties, Ian will walk up to any group of people, and he'll just he'll just join For the sure. convo. Right, it is does. shocking to me. For sure. And he's so chill about it. So you're, so it's an illusion it's that an you're illusion. extroverted. So, yes, and it's because I, and this is a strange thing that came about from doing the interviews is I realized that I, you know, when I started taking those more seriously, doing more of those episodes, they started off as really silly stuff, but they grew to be a little bit more uh, focused on more of just me being curious and learning. But I realized that I had inadvertently made it my job to learn how to communicate with people, to learn how to follow a conversation, mm. to learn how to hold an interesting conversation that wasn't just about me and what I was doing. Because right. so many people up to that point, whenever someone would talk to me, they'd talk to me about Smosh, they'd talk to me about what I was working on. And then I got very used to talking about just the stuff that I was you working on. You were practicing on. being an extrovert. So in doing these interviews, I was practicing, yeah, learning how to be an extrovert, learning how to talk to people, and in that process, I was able to start. So at, at first, they were really silly interviews I was doing. Flat earthers, furries, <laughs> I remember like that. things like time travel, things where it was like, these people are a little strange. Yeah. Let's see what's up. And at first, it was really like, it was 2018 or so when the most popular thing to do on YouTube uh, was to be a commentary channel and kind of say, everything is cringe. Look how cringy that person yeah. is. Wow, cringe. Mm -hmm. That person's. Yeah awkward and cringy. Outfit, weird outfit. Yeah, 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 they did that cringy thing. It was like TikTok cringe compilations. Everything was about how cringy someone mm -hmm. was. And I fell into that by being like, I'm gonna interview flat earthers. And it's like, it's a little bit cringy <laughs> that they believe this thing that's been scientifically proven to not be the case. And I thought that was kind of my thing for a bit. And then I interviewed furries. And I wasn't necessarily going in from the perspective of like, I'm gonna make fun of them, but right. it was very much like, this is a strange group of people, right? Yeah. And in doing that video, I, I learned so much about them. I learned how they feel more comfortable portraying themselves with pers personas that yep. they get to invent because they're not, many of them are not happy with the way that they're they perceived, or perceived or seen yeah. by other people. Yeah. So now they get to create this world for themselves where they feel more comfortable. And I learned so many more things that I realized is just a peek at humanity, a peek, a peek at this common feeling that so many of us feel. And I learned a lot about myself. I started applying those things I learned to the way that I view the world and myself. And that just kind of led me down the path of getting more and more serious with these conversations. Mm -hmm. And I started really leaning into that one part of me. And in doing that for so many years, I realized that there was a part of me that still really wanted to be over the top and silly. And yeah. my interviews, while I still incorporated some of those elements. I literally had me falling through the ceiling, crashing yeah. through the <laughs> ceiling as like a little sketch bit there that I established in the days of wanting to show that this, these interviews were really weird. Yeah. But as the interviews got more and more serious, <laughs> I still like, kept that really weird element. Funny. And it was around the time that I decided, I mean, just, it was not right. It's like, <laughs> kidnapping survivors. <laughs> School trauma. shooting survivors. How to work through trauma. <laughs> I survived getting kidnapped by a serial killer. Um, it just, it just, the yeah, the tone wasn't right, but I was still trying to hold on to that, that like, that absurd type of humor that I did with Smosh. And it was a thing where co people started commenting. That was weird, but the rest of the video was great. And um, you became the cringe. <laughs> yeah, you were the cringe. And then my crew was like, uh, I feel like we need to look at these intros. They're, they're the only thing that doesn't feel like it matches the tone. I was like, you are very right. You're like, what though? But, but I didn't, I didn't want to give it up for so long because I felt like there wasn't, there was like a part of me that would be almost stifled. This, this part of me that's really absurd and over the top. Yeah. Uh, and just wants to lighten the mood by things just being just like silly. Yeah. And, it was around the time that Ian and I started talking about the Smosh deal mm. and uh, eventually being able to make this happen again where I was like, actually, maybe I could let my my new show focus entirely on what it's best at, being curious, learning about other people, connecting with people, giving people a place where they feel like they can be themselves and other people can learn through them and learn through me learning and mm -hmm. asking questions. Like I could focus on just being curious and making a connection with someone. I don't have to be silly and over the top mm -hmm. because 
I, you know, if it happens, it happens naturally, but, but I, ha I might have Smosh as my outlet for that part of me. Right. So yeah. the Smosh deal has actually helped me refine and focus on what I'm best at with that series, what that series does best. And then I have Smosh to do. To do falling the through over the ceiling. Over the top, like, fall through whoa! the ceiling. <laughs> five minutes of screaming in every episode. Like I get to do as absurd of a thing that I could think of. And Wait, I love that so much. I feel like the podcast was almost like your therapeutic way to like work through everything that you were feeling. And yeah. also like, I talked to Shane about this, like when I create characters, I find the the cringe thing in a person that I see. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, I don't really understand that. That makes me feel weird or that makes me feel funny or that makes me feel excited. I'm gonna put that character on so I can connect it to my inner fears or mm -hmm. excitement. And then work through the character, work through that stuff through the character. So you understand them, whoever you're portraying, yes. and yourself more. Yes. So I just combine the two. Mm. I feel most free, actually, when I'm in a full-on character, in a wig. And people are like, I don't even know where you went. I was like, me neither. Yeah. But I know, like, now I understand them by yeah. putting it on. That's why I love doing my sisters. They are, like, my first impressions ever. And my mom, because I've, it helped me understand the things that they do, that you're like, why did she just do that thing? Right. And then I'm like, oh. So I like that you were like, I'm going to like be curious about furries or flat earth, because I think it like helped you understand yeah. this part about yourself and like work through the identity of Smosh, because mm -hmm. that's not just the only thing that and you are. And I had are. to work through, yeah, the identity of who I am as an individual. Yeah. And the show directly... I used to say indirectly, but I think directly helped me understand myself uh, to perceive the world with less judgment, to, to let go of my old things. You know, when I'm interacting in a moment, am I interacting based on what is actually happening in front of me? Right. Or am I interacting mm. with it based on all the things that have stored up in my head over the years that it, it is now filtering through? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. so it's now been a, a, a bit since you've come back. How's it been? Oh like, yeah, what has it been? A month. I mean, by, by the time this about. airs, I'm trying to think. But it's but even as of oh, now, oh, by the time this airs, it's been probably definitely. But more but than it's a month. been it's been a little bit. You've been working with Ian. I mean, has it been everything you you'd hoped for and dreamed of? Yeah, it's yeah. Are your dreams? <laughs> yeah, are your dreams? I'm actually coming really true? disappointed with the way it's going, are we and I'm not so sure the about it anymore. This sucks. Yeah, I had a 30 day money back guarantee. <laughs> And uh, I'm not really mattress. satisfied. Cue him falling through the ceiling. <laughs> Fuck you. I think I wanna, no, uh, it is really, really interesting because I think it's been maybe 15 to 20 days since the announcement by the time of this recording. You count by days. Love it. Uh, <laughs> three to four weeks-ish. Um, and it is so... It's different in in action because you know in in my head it was just a concept of what will this be like when I return, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, especially because I'm going to continue doing my other series. So right. yeah, there was a little bit of worry. Like, am I really going to be able to do all of these things that is required of me? And you know, right now I can say that it is overwhelming because we are, you know, we're coming in here and picking up a lot of different things that. Will, I will not have to be putting as much of my time and energy into once we've kind of established right. things. Yeah. You know, I'm coming in here not only writing and creating uh, sketches for the main channel, but I've been kind of doing my rounds. I'm appearing on Try Not to Laugh. Extroverted. And, uh, <laughs> there was a comment. Extrovertedness. Uh, there was a comment yeah. on, I think it was Reddit stories, the one that you were on. Yeah. Where someone was like, Anthony Padilla is doing the like speed run of every single style of content on the pit channel. Basically. You did every single format that's a, in basically. like a week. That's a lot. That's a lot. It was, I mean, it was a lot because I'm literally meeting and interacting with some of the cast right. for the first time. Right. On, right. Camera. Like, on uh, camera. A lot of those interactions are the very first time. Oh, yeah. play one game with me and Angela and Chance and Arasha, and you're like, I need to go to bed <laughs> for a month. Like need Secret time Sith, to play one game yeah. of Secret Sith, and you're just like, I need to die, and then I'll be reborn next year. It was so trippy to be reading those Reddit stories, like, because uh, that was only three days after I found out. And the announcement and wasn't was like, seen by the world or anything. No, no, no so it was still a secret. It. So we're yeah. we're recording that. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. I did not think 
last Friday, this was something that was never going to happen. And yeah. now I'm sitting here. It yeah. was such a trip. But, so, uh, so my job uh, right now has been to uh, you know observe, just yeah. kind of see how things are going. Yeah. I think that there were maybe some people that assumed that me coming in and and you know Ian and I owning Smosh together, we were just going to start changing everything. This is done. This is done. This is switching. <laughs> this is different. But in reality, what we want to do is. I want to appear on the episodes. I want to get to know everyone really well. I want to be able to look at, you know, if we want to look at the stats or if we want to look at the comments, like I want to be able to take all the data in and understand what's working best, what's not working, trim off the things that aren't working quite as well, amp up the things that are working really well, converse with all of you, find out what you're most excited right. about. Like, so you can shine. I mean, I love that you are a host of one of the shows that you are now joint hosts on this like yes i don't i don't want to necessarily give away all of our business plans so far but <laughs> one thing that i really want to focus on is giving each person finding that place where they can really shine and you i know, love you know. that i i love that makes me really happy because i feel like i've started to really figure out what i really like and I love doing this podcast. I also love doing Dungeons and Dragons. Didn't know that that was like a secret love I've never Did played you find before. Found that out while shooting. Found mid, that out mid shoot. Mid shoot, I was like, <laughs> something Bing! awoke within you. Elf ears just grew, and I was like, <gasps> to Middle Earth. No. See, that's amazing though. So I, I love. I guess I kind of learned by doing this on my own channel, but like just throwing stuff out, seeing what works, and then coming back and being like. I really loved that. I really love that show. I love that element. I love being able to express myself in that way. How can I do more of that? How can I make something that mm -hmm. encourages me to push myself in that direction, push myself outside of my comfort zone and learn more things about myself? Because yeah. that's something that has longevity. Yeah. Something where you go into, you already know everything about it. You're already a master. You already know where it's going to go and where it went not as interesting as pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, being able to grow right. with each thing that you do. That's something that you can actually stick with for a yeah. long time. I love that. You're just staying curious yeah. again in now Smosh. Right. And, it, <laughs> love that. and now you, know, you guys with this, you're, you, every time after you shoot one of these, you are different. Just because you <laughs> learned something about each other or you said something you haven't said out loud oh, yeah. before. When you're doing your Reddit show, you're learning... Uh, you're, you're having I am learning a lot about people. <laughs> you're learning about people. <laughs> you're learning about, uh, you're having to think of things in a slightly different way, too. Right. When you hear someone's situation, you're able to see it from kind of that, you know, zoom back perception of, I don't have any stake in this. Let's just remove myself. What are, what, how do I analyze this situation? Mm -hmm. So it's cool. You know, you guys have shows and outlets where you can learn more about yourself. Yeah. And that curiosity and excitement and passion, I think, is what comes through the camera. And I think that's what was lost in our first, uh, or in our Defy days. It started to get lost. We weren't doing things it's because true. we were excited and curious. We were mm -hmm. doing things because we had to meet we certain had to. numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's very true. And, uh, we're we're so glad to have you back. And there's there's one last thing I want to talk about because oh, something yeah. cool that you guys are working on that, that is we going probably to be can share. Yeah, that's going to be on this channel. But you guys, you and Ian, are making a podcast. We are in the very beginning phases of coming up with uh, ideas for what a podcast that Ian and I host together would look like. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it might be premiering on this very channel. Oh, next to a. Uh, Shall, dare we say Smosh, Smosh Mouth? mouth? <laughs> smosh Mouth? Alongside Guys, Smosh Mouth? Guys, should we call mouth? it Smosh Mouth? Are you going to make Smosh Mouth Let a thing? Let us know if it should be Smosh Mouth. I think we should make Smosh we kinda, Mouth a thing. It, we kind of said it last time, and then we're just like... Now it's like seeping because in. Because we can do whatever we want nowadays, I feel like. Yeah. Truly, truly. There's it's no rules. It's just us. There's no parents. Well... But I'm, I'm <laughs> like down. You and, I'm, you and Ian are cool. You're not I'm, our pa Yeah, you guys are yeah, cool. Yeah, we're the cool parents that leave and just leave you a $20 bill for pizza. <laughs> That's not enough money now. Um, <laughs> shit, I'm in 90s mode. $100 <laughs> for pizza. Get us baby breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn you, inflation. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really excited that you, you're going to be on the same channel podcast yeah channel. yeah i'm really stoked for it um i've heard some some thoughts and stuff and i'm really excited about it mm -hmm. so ideas. keep an eye out for it uh when it's when it'll be dropping we'll we will Announce make sure that. to let you guys know yeah. as well yeah. here but yeah. uh yeah it's cool but i am so excited you know you guys are 
stepping up as hosts and, and you know, you, you're being more creative and giving your input in bigger ways. And I think it's really cool how the Smosh Pit channel has a bunch of different shows under it with, with a similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Could be cool if Smoshcast had a bunch of different shows on it with with similar vibes as well. With Smoshmouth, yeah. With <laughs> oh my Smosh god, Mouth? he's proud of us. He's proud of us. Anthony's proud of us. But you're still on his shit list. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, gonna have to earn your way off of that one. Okay, good to know. Uh, well, thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much thank for you. being here. Also, a phrase I never thought I'd say. What? Thank you? Thank you, Anthony, for being here. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you would ever be here. Thank you. Shane, we have you. a lot to learn. Uh, this is really so cool, man. Thank this you. This is really so cool. I'm, I, I'm just excited that, um, you know, even with something that's on a Smosh channel, I get to show up. You guys have it under control. I get to just show up as a guest. Yep. Yeah, and know that you guys got it covered. That's yeah, such a nice feeling. We have it covered, right, Shane? We have it covered. <laughs> we absolutely know what we're we doing. We are absolutely fine. It's all good. Anyways, <laughs> thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. And, and thank, thank you. All. Yeah. Thank you for watching Smosh Mouth. Smosh Mouth. Smosh Mouth. Yep. Bye. Bye. Get out. Get out. <laughs> when you get to talk about the first time you met Ian and improvised and kissed him. Ah! Oh.